Yo. You, you, you are now listening to the smoking section. Oh, yeah. Or you'll find hot topics. And fire conversations. Keep it locked. Hear me? We are live here in the smoking section with my man, my main man, Ryan Christ Soldier Kennard. My what dude. It do? What it do? What it do? God damn right, dude. It's I'm so happy, dude. I'm so happy that you're coming on the show again. I feel like Oh yeah. Dude, all those, you know, it's it's been about five years that we've been knowing each other, dude. And yeah, from that moment, even until the last time we did the podcast, your life has fucking exploded. And then even last year when we did the podcast to now, I feel like it yeah. went Super Saiyan 5. So I'm I'm just so glad to be on this journey alongside with you, brother. Right. Yeah, no, man. It's it's definitely been an interesting, interesting road from North Hollywood Park to now you got your own brand, your own podcast, and just you on Beast Camp too, if I remember correctly. So it's just the growth that I've been seeing that came from you since the day I met you. Cause I already told you, I was like, bro, six months, less than six months. You're going to be way better than me. You're going to be doing crazy stuff. You did it in three, bro. And it was crazy. The growth was just explosive. I couldn't, I still can't believe it to this day. When I look at your stuff, I'm like, man, that kid's moving. Man, you did. And that, that I will always hold that super, super, super dear in my heart, bro. Like there's not been a moment really where somebody in my life said, yo, dude, you're going to be so good at this. Like, or, oh, like I've, like, I believe in you before it's even happening. Like, yeah. people say they believe in, you know, and you could probably really attest to this, but they, like, people only believe in you once you hit a certain spot. Right. Yeah. That's when they start saying, like, oh, yeah, I got the faith, man. I knew you could do it. Nah, bro, you got to see potential from the jump. And I saw yeah. you moving and stuff, and I saw the way you was talking. I'm like, bro, this kid is going to be great. And literally after that, I swear, even to this day now, like, if I see you at a session, if one of us dances, the other one goes right after and it's been years since we've seen each other face to face. Like, mm-hmm. and it still happens. Anytime I, if we um, pop up at an event somewhere, even went to the Beast Camp session. And remember, uh, John had jumped in the session and yep. then he jumped in and then I jumped in. Yep. And it had been years since we had like seen each other all together dancing and stuff. And we still do that same thing over and over again. Yeah, dude, that camaraderie, bro, that we built just being out there every yeah. Wednesday, late as fuck, you know? Every what I mean? Wednesday. Yeah, dude, that, that makes us built. That's why. That's why I can really say we built different, different, different out here. Different, but you know what? Now nah, I can't do the Wednesday nights no more. I'm. <laughs> I wake up at one o'clock and I'm. I feel like I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that that two a.m., three a.m., four a.m., and then you know you got the drive home and and then you got to work afterwards. Oh, just can't, dude. I can't. I can't. We need 7 p.m. night sessions for Crump if we're going to do night sessions. We need you already know. You already know there's one person in Crump right now that be doing them childish. Yeah. Always. My boy always throw them seven that night sessions. He start on time and he end on time. Shout out, childish. Shout out, childish. Shout out Congratulations man. on your event that you held recently, brother. Bro, them rookies were so buck. Yeah, bro. Let me just say, Killer Hybrid and Rowdy Childish right now are my favorites. In the Inland Empire for the rookies. I think it was Rowdy Childish's um, footage I watched, bro. And bro. he spazzed out. Lost his mind. I couldn't believe it. I was like, and I, I remember when he first started coming around and he was first getting into Crump, kept just doing all this wiggly shit. 
and then now I'm scared. Like I'm like I'm a legit scared of battling. Like I'm actually scared to battle him because I know he'll just come after me, and I'm just gonna be sitting there like, damn, fuck <laughs> ass dude right here. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, childish has always has always done well. I I personally feel with being prompt. You know, being if anything, you know, uh, I, he's always been extremely modest about himself. And really humble about the way that he's uh, he approaches things, but I feel like he needs to, dude, like, like take more pride in it, bro. Because I see it, and I tell him every time I see him, like, dude, I always, I will always support you. I fuck with you heavy. I fuck with the way that you move. Because he's not a talker on Facebook. He don't get into all that, you know. Thank God, dude. Like, yeah, love that shit. And dude, so Michigan now still going to school. Yes, and dude, your photography is blowing the fuck up. It's on a good one right now. It definitely is. I've, um, you know, one of the things I've come to realize since I left California, because, you know, when it comes to our scene, it's all California. It's the West Coast and the East Coast, really. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Florida and stuff out here in like these Midwest, Midwestern areas. There ain't really a scene for creatives like that. You know, you, I mean, there is, but you really got to be tapped into it. And I don't know nobody out here like that. So I really was starting from, I can't even say I was starting from scratch. I was starting from experience because I already had, mm-hmm. you know, the five, six years in Cali getting clientele and whatnot. So it was just taking all those, those lessons I learned and applying them over here, which is why I was able to grow so quickly out here. So you know, even tonight I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm doing photos and videos for a show tonight. Ooh, what show? What's what's the name of the show? Get my phone. Um, <laughs> Born Rich Birthday Bash. Oh, nice! Shout out birthday, Born Rich so. Birthday Bash, employing my man's. There we go. Shout out to the boy AJ for show for hosting that. He's dope. He got connected with me last week, and he loved my work, so he invited me to come out. So that's what I'm doing tonight, and I'm really excited for it. So. It's been a it's been a it's been a slow growing process, but it's it's coming along pretty well over here. I can't really complain too much, dude. And I mean, I I was able to see the passion for you know I seen your passion for the lens you know long time ago, and and even those years back to now, I still see you going hard, bro. And like, what are what are some of the things for you that's keeping you motivated to keep to keep chasing it? Because photography is not a that type of like kind of like freelance work where you're going and booking your own and doing all that. Like, do you have a team, all this, like, like, how are you doing it, bro? I mean, for the most part, I'm doing it by myself. Um, Cause I'm still, I'm a small business. So there's not really much need for employees. You know, um, I work from home. I have my own little studio set up here. It's very rare that I have to travel, um, but keeping my, myself motivated and it's going to sound kind of, I guess, conceited, um, in some ways, because one part of it, of course, I love doing it. I love taking pictures. I love mm-hmm. it and whatnot. But it's also because I'm, I want to make a bag. Like, I'm, I'm trying to make money, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, doing pictures was the easiest way for me to make money aside from working a nine to five. Because while I'm very confident in my skill as a dancer, the amount of time and effort I put into dancing, it's, it's just to do with my homies, like with you and childish. Mm-hmm. 
Like I'd be content if we just sessioned every day in the backyard while I was living in California and never went to an event. Like I'd be cool with that. It'd be fine with me. Everybody else wanted to do like, hey, I'm trying to travel the world and teach classes. I'm trying to battle. I went, it was just for me. I had a day off. I want to kick with my boys. Let's go session real quick. That's what it was for me. With the photos, I knew I could do something with it. So I invested time and I wanted to make a bag. I wanted to support myself. And I think people will get like, oh, you shouldn't do it for the money. Well, you get to a point where it's like, I want to get paid to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it for free forever. Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes from. It's just really the second thing is I want to make money. Yeah, dude, like, there's a weird there's a weird line, even for Crump, but I feel like for most creatives, there's this weird line that we hit where it's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing it for money. And, oh, this is, you know, you yeah. hit this point of like, oh, that's how much it costs? Oh, no problem. I'll pay that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you even hit that realm of like, oh, that's too expensive. You need to, yeah. you know, you need to do this for the love of the game. So it's like that weird, that little zone right there where it's like, what yeah. are y'all fucking people talking about, bro? What are you talking about? Like, I could feel that for sure. Like, I traveling is cool. I love to travel. Yeah. I never wanted to travel with dancing. Yeah. Um, you know, but that, that that's where the wind took me. That's where it took me. You know. Right. Yeah. But there is, yeah. There's a lot of people who are like, no, nah, I, I need to be getting booked and da da da. And you know, they have that goal for themselves, right. which is fine. You know, but I like, I like how that type of mentality. I got to see that in the photographer firsthand, like right. the, oh, I'm going to book these shoots, get all this content out, edit this content. Dude, you were doing all these different effects on your stuff and yeah. figuring out ways to repurpose it and, and, and deals with brands, bro. Like I've always, I'll always be humbled, thankful, and appreciative to you for what you've done for my brand. Bro. And the thing is like, like when we first started working together, I was doing it for free because you, you my boy and mm-hmm. I'm trying to help my boy grow. I was buying the clothes anyway. Mm-hmm. So I already had the clothes. Why not? Now mm-hmm. we had a level where it's like, okay, we both need to get paid for work. Will I still buy your shit? For sure. Cause I rock, I rock it out here. I'll be rocking it out here. Do you also, do you also send me some stuff to give to my models to promote your stuff and pay me? Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. You support my brand. I support yours. I buy your stuff. I make sure that when I wear it, I go out in the city. I make sure to take pictures with it, make little videos with it. I'm supporting my boy. It takes two seconds to pop up on social media and support my boy real quick. And mm-hmm. it, don't cost, it don't cost me nothing. I literally walk outside my apartment. I got this whole setup. Five feet outside. Is it cold? Set my camera up on the tripod. Get the remote. Boom, boom, boom. I already know how to set myself up pose-wise. Hey, my boy, here's some pictures. Here's some video. Go crazy. Yes, That's sir. Cool. And I was just talking with some people about it too. Like, as especially as we get older, you know, we're we're getting older. We got bills to pay. Right. Some of us got mouths to feed, and we can't continuously do this work that we do love to do. You know, we can't do it for free, right? Mm -hmm. And I just think that there's this because I see you post about it a lot. It's like there's this weird notion of. Oh, you own a clothing brand. Oh, you should give me a free shirt. It's like, dude, are you serious? Like, are you being dead ass with me right now? Yeah. And it's it's interesting too, because like even for you, you know, I could I could definitely hear it. Oh, let's let's do a shoot. Oh, do it for me for free. I have all these followers. And it's like, dude, fuck your followers. Like, 
when's the last time you bought a pair of shoes? How much did those cost you? You know, you right. could have bought like five of my shirts for the pair of those shoes, dude. Or right. book two of your shoots, professional shoots, edited, everything sent for yeah. that price, you know? And mm-hmm. so for you, what, like, what do you find yourself, how do you find yourself overcoming those obstacles when you cut, like, when you're coming to kind, coming across those kind of interactions? Well, you have to, you have to, I tell people, you got to pick your battles carefully. So I'm been doing photographs for almost 10 years now. I've been running my business probably for like a good five or six out of those 10 years. Okay. I only have 2000 followers on Instagram. I only got mm-hmm. 2000. Finally. Got, I just got that this year. Thank God. <laughs> finally. <Flawed That's> <laughs> but, um, so if I'm working with somebody, let's say I'm working with an influencer for whatever reason, they hit me up. They want to do a free shoot before I even get into a discussion with them about that. I'm going to go take a look at your page. Okay. Now, if you have modeling experience, and when I say experience, you've been in professional shoots with other professional photographers. I look at their page too to make sure their work is up to par. Okay. If you tell me that you're published and I see that you're published, okay. You got brand deals. Okay. You got people interacting on your page every single day, no matter what. For that, I can do a free shoot. Mm-hmm. I believe in that. I believe in that exposure because as soon as somebody sees that, it's a hundred something comments at least half of those are going to come to me and be like, can you do that to me? Cause they want to be like the influencer mm-hmm. in that case. That's fine for that one instance, because mm-hmm. again, I can't, I can't eat exposure. Mm-hmm. So, but when I have somebody who isn't at that level, the conversation is different. So I say, okay, look, you don't have any experience. You don't have any proof to show me that you've been modeling for X amount of years or the current work that you do have is not very good. Like you're not comfortable in your poses. Um, You haven't really worked outside of your own bubble. There's not a lot of material to go off of. So why would I give you something for free when you don't have the skill or the time to match my skill and time? I wouldn't Mm -hmm. give somebody who just started modeling yesterday a free shoot. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense. You have, mm-hmm. to earn, you have to earn your you have to earn your stripes. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. A regular nine to five. You can't just come in as a manager when you first graduate from high school. You have to do what? You have to do grunt work. I was mopping floor. I, when I was working in the vet hospitals, I was mopping floors, uh, cleaning up dog shit, cleaning up blood and needles and whatnot, filing paperwork. I was doing that for years. And then they're like, okay. Let's have you start interacting with the clients in the room. Let's have you start doing injections. Let's have you be in surgery with the doctor. Let's have you do x-rays. Let's have you, I had to work to get to those levels. They didn't just give them to me. It's the same thing with business. Some people can't get stuff for free. They'll shout you out. They'll bring traffic to you. Cool. Not everybody has the power to do that for you. So why should they get your time and your skill? And that's what mm-hmm. I said. Okay, well, if you can't pay for my shoot, here's some people I know that will do your shoot for free. It's not going to be my quality of work because you know I have my own style that I developed. If you're okay with that, go to these people. They they'll hook you up. But if you want to work with me, this is what it costs you, and this is what people do. They're like, okay, I really want to work with you. Like, here's the money. They'll find it, or they'll go off and work with somebody else, and that's okay. You can't work with everybody. But there's enough bread out here for everybody to eat at the table. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about that with um with my friend Kayla Jean Oxton. Shout out Kayla. She was on the podcast. Blessings. And it was amazing. I loved her. I loved her video. Dude, did you watch? She's fucking great, bro. I watched it. It was amazing. And and you know we did a we did we did a card reading, dude. And I'm like a guy who's like, ooh, you do card reading. I am that guy. I'm sorry, but I'm that way. Card reading, and we were talking about cooperation, Mm -hmm. and like, or how our life, like, there's abundance in our lives, you know, if we're seeking it and if we're honing our skills for it. And so many people have this crab in a fucking bucket mentality, and it's like, dude, little do you know, like. The, the table you may be sitting at is small, maybe. Mm-hmm. But there's so many tables. There's so much bread going around, bro. Maybe you right. just need to shift around. Yeah. You know, maybe the people that you're aligning yourself with mm-hmm. aren't the ones that align with you personally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, bro, I, I this is 100%. Man, I've talked about this many times with people. Dude, I have paid rappers. I have paid... Um, I've paid other models, you know, to wear clothes and send them shit. And yeah, some of the stuff never even get posted. Yeah. Some of the stuff never even get posted. Some of it, you know, is maybe in a 10 second clip on a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, or just no real effect yeah. on the flow of my account. And then I have my friends like you and, you know, uh, Koki. Um, um, uh, uh, Princess Ruin, you know, uh, uh, Princess Princess Ruin is fire. Princess Ruin is amazing. Bro, not only post my stuff, compete in it, buy it, and not ask shit of me, you know. And yes, I have sent them some swag because it's like, yo, B, y'all are doing too much already. Like, hold on, let me send you a couple things on on the back end, you know. But that cooperation, you know, and so I can see, uh, Hearing it from your standpoint, though, too, is it's interesting because I've always wondered what that was like. Like, you know, you get those messages of, oh, I think I could do great for your account, you know, bullshit. But uh, and the thing is, I get some of those messages. Some of them, you know, some of them I try them out and sometimes they don't always work. I do the same thing. I'd be reaching out to influencers and I'd be like, yo, I think I could do something different for your account. I'll give you a free shoot to start out with to see if you like me and then we can work out a business arrangement after that. I guess sometimes you have to do that, but you know, also at the same time with these new um, influencers that's coming out, people who want to be celebrities off of Instagram, TikTok and whatnot, and they're looking to get these brand deals and stuff. I tell them you have to understand when people send you stuff, you have to go above and beyond what you do for yourself on your own personal page. If you want to keep that relationship going, I say, anytime I get a brand deal or somebody sends me something to have somebody modeling I'm booking the model two, three weeks in advance. We're coming out with a, a list of the different things we can do, how to shoot it. When we come in, we sit down and have like a 30 minutes to an hour meeting before we even start shooting to be like, hey, we're going to do this, this, this. This is how I want to do the video. This is what I want you to do here. Um, this is what I want you to put up on your social media. Make sure you tag it this way. Make sure you put this caption. Make sure I can see all these details. So that when you get the stuff, it's like, oh, I didn't even pay this guy to do this for me. He just did it because I sent him stuff. What is he going to do if I pay him to do it? Mm-hmm. And that's how you keep those create those those amazing business relationships going that I have now, like with you, uh, with Higher Up, is because I gave all of myself and more. So now it's like 
oh, I know a guy who can make sure your shit pops off. Yeah. And the first person y'all call is, let me get my boy Ryan. Mm-hmm. And so when these influencers that, you know, you send close to and they don't live up to par, yeah, it wasn't a waste of time, even though it kind of was. But now, you know, like, OK, this person, I'm not going to work with them. Mm-hmm. Somebody will be out there that'll put me on the way that they said they're going to put me on. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. Some I yeah. like that. Somebody out there in the world. Because, again, like this, yeah. this world is, is, is full. It's a full yeah. world of so many people, you know, and just because these two or three people like <clears throat> I love dread. I love dread. Right, but Bless I, dread man, the ultra king. You know, and and I've I've told him I've told him many times, and I feel like people ought to hear it out of my mouth. Mm. Is is he he he's so hard these days because he's wanted approval from people, yeah. right? And certain certain people, yeah. Where the appreciation that he's received from other people, yeah. it's caused him to overlook it, yeah. Right, which in some people's eyes might might cause him to seem unappreciative right or like or or woe me status you know what i mean but it's just because his focus is in the wrong place right so yeah love you dread bro and i hope i've told you a million times and you need to fucking listen to me already motherfucker yeah um but even for like me you and so many other people out here in this fucking world trying to do this damn thing right. like mm-hmm. we just got to keep just keep knocking on more doors and knocking right. on more doors you know right yeah, yeah. And that's the thing I keep telling everybody. Um, I think um, my mentor, my photography mentor, Mark, um, on Instagram is photo, photo Mark, double underscore on the between photo and Mark. Uh, when I first started working with him, he said, Ryan, because I kept telling him, like, bro, you're great. Like, give me your superpowers for like a day. Like, just, he said, Ryan, um, he said, as good as I am, I can't shoot everybody in the world. Like, I can't mm. work with every single person. So he's like, don't worry about how I'm doing it and who I'm talking to and how I do this and how I do that. You're going to find your own way. And the people that you work with, I'm probably never going to work with because, again, those people are going to be solely exclusive to you Mm -hmm. because you're part of the world. He said, but you're never going to be able to shoot everybody. So don't worry about trying to get approval from all these other, you know, big names that's out there because your circle is going to come through regardless as long as you stick with it. And so, you know, that's the same thing with you. Like, at first, when you start, you want to look for approval from everybody, but you start to realize, like, yo, as long as I believe in myself first, other people will share the same belief as long as I show that I believe in what I'm doing. And Mm -hmm. then your circle that puts you up at the top is going to come. And then people are going to be asking you, hey, how did you get there? Like, how can I do that? Just stick and shoot your guns. That's all it is. Yeah, just focus you know that that funnel of people that pyramid you know what i mean you you up there you believe in those first two people who come and buy a shirt believe in them dude love them love them follow them on fucking instagram find them on twitter Mm -hmm. then their four homies ended up buying stuff because they bought stuff love them love them as much as you love Mm -hmm. those other two up there bro Mm -hmm. stick to your guns and stay true to them you know what i mean Keep fucking with them. Keep riding with them, man, because they're riding with you. You know what I mean? Always. Big facts. Dude, now one thing, hella, Mm. hella bar that your man said was, you really can. I feel like you really could shoot with any person in the world, honestly. Because the models you've already brought, 
to your brand and to your page, right? Different shapes and sizes, yeah. different colors. Mm-hmm. They got this going on, that going on, and it's like you're doing 420 shoots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you work around? Because for me, the human body, I just see it as a movement. You know what I mean? So right. I'm like, ah, big guy can move like a mm-hmm. like a little guy, dude. It's not. But there's short dudes and tall dudes. So I know right. that there's some that's not going to reach a certain like height level, literally, because they can't. Right. They just can't. Mm-hmm. So for you, when you're looking at these models, like, what's your process? How do you look at it? Like, well, well, okay. So let's come up with the let's come with the basic understanding of how I run my my photography. My rule in my photos when I first started, my catchphrase was my lens does not discriminate. Mm. So for me, what that meant was if you asked me to take pictures of you and you was paying me to do it, I'm gonna take your pictures. And I'm posted because I already know that whatever, however I snap you, no matter what you look like, uh, no matter the color of your skin, your height, your size, you're going to fall in love with yourself when you see the pictures. Because in order for me to work in that hour and a half session I'm doing, I'm in love with the person that I'm taking pictures of. Because when you love something, you see it differently. Yes. So I have to allow myself to, and it's hard to do. Like it's easier said than done, but I fall in love with this person. So when I actually do look at somebody I love, like in my personal life, you know, you see them, you see them differently than you see the outside world. So you want them to see what you see. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm capturing. So my rule is I keep it open. If you want to work with me and you got the, you got the paper, I'll work with you. It's not a problem. Now, if I'm promoting myself, if I'm promoting myself, this is what the rule is. Yeah. You have to be a little bit more selective when you're promoting yourself. Unfortunately, the way the world works, you know, sex sells. Let's let's keep it 100. Sex mm-hmm. sells. So me putting a girl that's half naked on my page, as long as she's comfortable with doing that, I already know because of the way I shoot, that post is going to do better than, you know, a post of me doing like an urban street style shoot in the middle of the city. Even yeah. though the, both the photos are really tight in their own way, it's just people go towards the one that is a sex symbol mostly. Mm-hmm. So you have to go along with your audience. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, I still never deviated from how I shot. Anybody can get posted. And mm. everybody has an equal opportunity, at least for me, to be on my page. Now, when I pick, like if I'm doing something for you, for example, I have to be a little bit more selective of who I choose to help me with that because it's for a company. Mm-hmm. And the company needs a certain look to get their products to sell. Now, when your product sells, the other person that buys it who I didn't pick, still cool, but I just didn't pick them because they just weren't at the, the level I was looking at. They can still pull up and get their pictures done, still get posted, still look amazing and feel amazing. But again, you just have to pick, you know, what your audience is going for. Mm. But my rule is if you got the paper and you want some pictures done of you, I'll take your picture. It's not a problem. But I also know when I promote myself or I'm promoting another company, I have to think about what does the company need? What do they use to get their sales? What does my audience look at? Because when I post on my page, my audience is looking too. So now my audience is going to your company because they saw it on my page. So I have to present it in a way that's pleasing to my audience. So they're like, okay, well, I want to go check that out and see what's going on over there. Hmm. So that's that's my process. But Anybody can get the work. 
Yeah. <laughs> Anybody can get it. And just because I'm not, I'm gonna I'm speak solely on the female, the females that out female right now mm-hmm. with the bottle, because everybody's like, you know, I don't look like this, so this person not gonna work with me. I don't look like that, so this company not gonna work. It's so diverse in modeling and photography and in all these different brands. It's confidence. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody's gonna fuck with you. Because mm-hmm. I have plenty of models out here, you you wouldn't think. Like most people, you see them just on the street, be like, nah, man, no way. But they pop into my studio and like, I'm all that in a bag of chips. Yes. And I'd be sitting there like, yo, preach it, girl, preach it. You look fine as hell right now because they're confident. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people I've seen work with agencies and brands that you would, I'm like, how? But then you go on their page and like, oh, this person is like bleeding confidence. Like it's just spilling out of them. No wonder they got that. So there's an opportunity for everybody. You just have to believe in yourself and just go for it. I would have never thought years ago that I have my own photography business. I was not artistically inclined whatsoever. And now I get booked every single week because I started believing in myself. Along with that, dude, I I feel like, well, hold on, let's, let me go back knowing the audience right and i feel like you've done that well with any brand that you've worked with yeah because i dude i go through your stuff all the time bro i'm like man let me take off a man's shit let me see what he's doing you know and yeah you know like even with dancing right but you got to know who you're performing for yeah you know choreo you can't go in there with a thug set to a church performance in comparison to you know a body rock or vibe and you know (laughs) body rock they like theatrical stuff vibe they want you know they want a vibe they want to see a lot of grooves a lot of moves you know right Mm -hmm. so you do you do take extreme precision when when taking those pictures dude and you're aiming that lens like extreme precision i've i've seen it time and time again dude and you know i think to and i hope dude i hope a lot of young people listen to this is like there's a certain professionalism i think that is still missing today yes there is like the mm-hmm. confidence to work with somebody, you know, the ask, you know, there's a lot of, it takes a lot of balls to ask somebody, Hey man, are you down to do this photo shoot with my brand? You know, or, Hey, I'm reaching out to you because I would like to shoot your work, you know, or, Hey, I would like to choreograph to your song, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. There's a certain confidence level that needs to be there, but then there also needs to be professionalism. Like, dude, we're boys, you know, we're homies, but you hit me up like, yo, coach, when's the next assignment? Like, yeah. yo, I hit you up, yo, man, I, I need you to please bless me. Like, what do I got to do? You know, or, mm-hmm. you know, when, when, even when it's like, hey, got these pictures about to get sent over. It's like, and it, it's, if not that day, just in a matter of days where I've worked mm-hmm. with guys, it's like weeks. They, they, they're yeah. taking, it's like, oh, I'm going to send them today. Oh, no, I'm going to send them today. It's like, dude, just tell me you're going to send them on Thursday. It's fine. Just give me the fucking day. Like, right. Yeah. So I know to look through my emails, man. Like, mm-hmm. damn, I don't want to miss this. I get a lot of emails. Right. Um. So for, so for yourself, if you could, if you could give, you know, any, any advice to the young people, to the young people out there who are trying to, who are trying to follow something like you or myself or anything creative, like what's, What's one good piece of advice that you would want to drop on him? Uh, man, I just, I, you could teach a class on that. Like, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Um, but I think the one, the one thing is 
So let's avoid the obvious. Obvious, don't ever give up if it's something you really like to do. Um, don't take no shit from nobody, you know. Uh, but I think the main the main thing is is the communication, is communicating with other people and with yourself. So when I talk about communicating with yourself, when you start out with anything, you're gonna be you're gonna be bad when you start mm-hmm. out. Maybe you'll be a little bit better than the person next to you, but you're not going to be at that crisp level when you first start out. So when you're talking to yourself, you have to tell yourself, look, I know I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get there. You have to talk. You have to talk to yourself constantly when you first starting out and then communicating with other people. It's it comes down to like setting boundaries. You know, this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm not going to do and stick to that. Don't bend for nobody. Like you said, when you tell somebody you're going to do something, you either need to do it that day or do it within the next couple of days and follow up and say, yo, I know I told you I was supposed to get this done to you this day, but this happened, so I had to extend it over. Mm-hmm. If you don't communicate with people that you're working with, you're going to screw up a lot of relationships, which also screws up business opportunities for you. Mm-hmm. So encouraging yourself, that's the communicating within yourself part and then communicating with everybody else. Even if you have to send like 20 texts to the same person in one day in the span of a couple hours, sometimes you have to do that. I've had to do that plenty of times. I'm like, hey, did you get your video that I finished editing? No, I didn't get it. Okay, let me try to send it to you again. Okay, did you get these pictures? Hey, did you get my correspondence I sent to you yesterday about you know when your security deposit is due? It may be annoying, but people also appreciate that because we're human. We forget stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't communicate and tell people like, hey, like, hi- like hypothetically, my 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 dog died. So I know I was supposed to send you this stuff today. And it's been almost a week. I was I was my dog had died. I was feeling it, but I haven't. Mm-hmm. Even though. But if you don't say nothing to me, I'm just like, well, you're an ass. Like, I never heard nothing from you. So the biggest piece of advice from this today, communicating with yourself and everybody that you work with or plan to work with in the future. God damn right. And, you know, one last thing I want to make sure, well, if you're, if you're cool covering it, yeah, um, I want to make sure we talk about, but the only fans. Ah, yes. The only fans. Okay. <laughs> okay. Get to Hey, let's get this fucking bread, boy. Come on. Okay. <laughs> let's get this fucking money. Right? Let's make, let's make one thing. I need to make one thing clear about the only fans because people have been kind of confused. Everybody, I'm not sleeping with the models that are on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. okay? Either they pay me to shoot with them or I pay them to shoot with me. And that's the work that we put together is what's up on OnlyFans. So you're not going to see any videos of me going to town with anybody. I'm just sorry. <laughs> that's just not, that's not what's happening. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to disappoint you. But um, on the real though, the OnlyFans is the site where I put all of my material that I shoot because lately I've transitioned over to more of a sensual um, photography and videography. Instagram has rules. So I put it on OnlyFans. Now I hope you guys subscribe. My OnlyFans uh, username is the same as my Instagram. It's Kennard Media. Um, It's a $10 a month subscription and you get everything for free. So all the videos that I shoot, um, the photo galleries, it's just really nice, tasteful artwork, um, artistic style photos. Of course, not everybody on there is an artistic type model. Some of them are a little ratchet. I have those on there too. 
If some of y'all need a little ratchetness in your life, yep, <laughs> uh, ten dollars a month. Uh, it's just been really fun. Um, the biggest thing um, for anybody who's in that realm, if you're a photographer and want to do photos like that, or you're a person that models and wants to make their own, um, the biggest thing you need is respect of yourself and respect of other people. Mm-hmm. That's the thing you can't treat. I'm gonna talk about. The, I'm gonna talk to the photographers. Uh, you can't treat. Uh, the people that come in to shoot on that site, you can't treat them like, oh, I'm about to, you know, go in on them after we're done shooting. Like, it's mm-hmm. not it's not time to play who can get the highest body count. It's mm-hmm. business. That OnlyFans account is a, is a business account. We doing business. Mm-hmm. So that's how people always ask me, how do you get all these gorgeous girls to come and work with you? It's a respect thing. You know, I tell them when they come in, hey, we're going to be doing this, this, and this today. If there's something you're not comfortable with, I need you to tell me while we're working and I'll scrap it. I won't bring it up again. You don't need to give them crazy amounts of compliments being a weirdo. Just tell them when they're doing a good job. You got to treat people with respect. Show up on time to the shoot. Make sure your clothes is ironed. Don't be getting all up on them trying to touch them and adjust. let them adjust their own outfits. They know what they're doing. They're grown. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the OnlyFans. It's everything I can't put on Instagram if you guys want to see more artistic and um, very centralized photographs and videos. Um, I'm doing model interviews on there as well. So you can get a more in-depth look at how they work and where their mindset is. That's on there too. Uh, 9.50 a month is 9.50 a month. It's uh, I'd encourage you all to jump on there and check it out. It's really dope. Now with those interviews, bro, those ones, when I seen the little clips you were posting here and there, sprinkling it out, I was like, dude, that's, there's something, there's something different about the naked body like i just yeah it's so weird talking about it like it sounds so yeah. bad coming out of my mouth but it is what well, it is. you know i think the um the stigma um around it today is that if you have you know young girls posting somewhere you know semi-nude um or fully nude you know they're not um respecting themselves or they're just looking for attention I've been working in the sex industry for about two years now because of OnlyFans. And, you know, I work with a lot of strippers and just other sex workers. And, you know, if you, when you really talk to them, I, most of them don't want to be in the sex working field. But, you know, they have bills that have to get paid or they don't have a home. And it's the easiest way to make money. You know, mm-hmm. um, some of them enjoy doing it. They They think. And I think it's smart too. If somebody, if I could twerk and somebody was willing to pay me $50 a month just to watch me shake my butt on the internet. I mean. Somebody bottled water. Yeah. Like we, we pay for some of the dumbest stuff in the world without Mm -hmm. that and I. So with the sex workers and you know, some of them, most of them I met are like the most respectable uh, professional people I've ever seen in my life. They just know how to make money using their body, but they mm-hmm. still expect you to treat them with respect and not be trying to mess with them while they work. Cause for them, it's, it's a job. It's mm-hmm. a job. So once I got over that and I stopped separating, you know, normal society from the sex workers, that's what helped me blow up because I'm like, you're still a person. You need, you need pictures done. Yeah. Pictures and videos done. I'm going to do that for you. 
Yeah. Is it hard? Because yes, I'm a straight man and I see a, a naked woman in front of me. Yeah, of course I'm, I kept, I'll catch a glance every now and again, but at the end of the day, I'm about making my money. Mm-hmm. If I'm just staring at you and being a dog to you the entire time. Guess what? I only lost all of my money for the day. Mm-hmm. That don't make any sense. So I used to always wonder too, like there's, there's always somebody shooting the porno, you know, there's all, so you can't tell me that these guys, you know, that as they're watching, it's like, damn, this, this is pretty hot, you know, but at the same yeah. time, their hands still steady on the camera, bro. Like yeah. this is work, dude. Like you can't, like you were saying, you can't be trying to get the body count up, dude. Like you gotta yeah. get the bank account up and then worry about body yeah. like somewhere else. Go away from work. Don't, don't be that yeah. fucking, don't be that and- guy. These shoots, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I've been to some, I've been to like production style shoots for OnlyFans. It's, it's no games played. They'll kick, they kick people out of the production set off of one strike. Wow. You don't even get three. It's one striking you out. What's a strike? Like, what would get you a strike? Like, if you make unnecessary comments while filming is going on, or while they're transitioning between different scenes, if you say something crazy, all right, get your ass up out of here. Yeah. Or, if they, or if you lose in focus and you going from behind the camera and just staring like, yo, get out of here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so you have to be really, it's, it's a, and it's an extremely professional environment. It's almost like being in a, in a, in a law firm almost. It's so it's organized. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course they have fun and they play around, but when it's time to film and get them lights set up, Hey, cut that shit out. Let's get to work. Because we only got this space for so long, and they already paying the, the girls getting paid a good amount of money, the dudes getting paid a good amount of money. Like, nah, we got to get this and get in and get out. Yeah, and all of us too. <laughs> it yeah. gets crazy. Yeah, because even thinking like, even thinking like when when I've went and done like music videos or whatever, mm-hmm. been able to dance, and it's like, yeah, when you show up, they're like, hey, dancers are here. All right, let's get the dance scene in. You guys yeah. take a break. Boom, you come in, you hit it. And if they can see that you're like sweating too much or something, hey, get off. Like, you know what I mean? So we're all off, drying up. And, mm-hmm. you know, your whole crew might get kicked out if you're not fucking acting right. Like, if yeah. people are showing up late, they're late and they smell like dro. You guys look like shit on camera. You haven't been practicing. It's like, dude, you want to just get kicked the fuck out. Like, ooh. Yeah. So that's that's where my OnlyFans is. That's how I run it. It's It's a business. Even though we having fun, sometimes you'll see me in some of the videos just laughing and having a good time. We hanging out, we might be smoking and drinking, but don't get it twisted. Before you got to see all of that, that was work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was work. We was sweating, we was getting into it, we was editing pictures, we was deleting stuff out of the camera roll, we was retrying stuff all over again. It's a whole entire process that people don't see. They just get to see the finished product. But Subscribe to my subscribe to my OnlyFans, Canard Media, same as my IG. The link is in my bio on Instagram. I got TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter. I'm working, I'm working on a YouTube channel currently. Hopefully that'll be up by the summer where I'm gonna be providing tips and tricks about how to better yourself as a as a photographer and as a model. Um, if you want tips and tricks right now, I have those on my TikTok currently. I'd be explaining camera settings, um, how I frame certain shots, background scenes how to communicate between models and photographers and vice versa. So it's all there for y'all. My man, before we call it a wrap, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being alive. Thank you for choosing me as a friend. And 
I, dude, I am so excited for what the future holds, not only for us, but you specifically. Like you, you have definitely put in the time, the work, the effort, blood, sweat, tears, all that. And it's coming to fruition, my man. Like, like even if it's just the beginning of its bloom, it's so yeah. powerful, bro. And I'm, I'm, I'm fucking happy for you, bro. I'm super happy for you. Awesome. And I want to say to you, thank you, man, for being alive as well. I'm thankful for your son. I love seeing him when I do on, on social media and whatnot. I love seeing him grow and the things that you impart onto him. I love to see your businesses growing, everything you're doing with your podcast and whatnot. I love to see that you a jack of many different trades. And it bring me back my little my little closing thing. One of my good friends that I used to work with, um, his name is Taylor Ray. He does music. I was getting into it because I was like, you know, I kind of back off of dancing and photos a little bit because I'm trying to finish out my education and whatnot. And he said, why? I said, well, I got to focus my time to my studies. He said, you don't have to give up other things that you're passionate about to do one other thing. He mm-hmm. said, you should be, you guys should be a master of multiple things. You can master multiple things. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's time management. So you don't have to give up your passions to pursue something else. Mm-hmm. If you want to keep things, if there's things you want to keep in your life, keep them. Just learn how to manage your time more effectively and you'll watch yourself grow and expand. Yeah. Yeah. Time management, time management and just and again, not to be cliche, but just not giving up, you know, yeah. you, you keep working on it and, you know, you'll get that dialed in time management. And, yeah. And dude, you, you yourself, Jack of trades, bro, you, you're going from this industry, that industry, you know, you do dance, you know what I mean? You do all these things, bro. And you're, you're talented, bro. And I'm glad the world gets to see it. Sam. Thank you. Everybody watching at home. Who's going to listen later. Thank you guys. We love you. Stay motivated out there. Always.